Welcome to Subject Matter, where we help leaders navigate the tricky waters of building a company. We are shining a light on the subtleties that unlock empathetic communication, letting you build powerful relationships. I'm your host, Ben Bradbury, the founder of Astutely. Let's get started. The saying goes that imitation is the highest form of flattery. But no brand ever stood the test of time by copying others. Instead of choosing to mirror someone else, what if you explored the powerful differences that make you uniquely you? Because here's the secret that powers empathetic leaders. If you know what makes you uniquely different, you can find the subtleties in your story. Now, subtleties are key words and phrases that, when heard, connect with your audience's hearts and heads. Simply put, they unlock your empathetic communication. And this idea of the subtlety is something that we're going to come back to frequently throughout the series. And that's because singularly brilliant industry thought leaders know the subtleties in their story. It lets them confidently step outside their comfort zone and share their message as they know that nobody has a message with the same special impact as their own. When you know your subtleties, sharing ideas no longer has the friction that you might have originally faced as a leader, the fear of sharing those ideas. And so by understanding yourself and by understanding these subtleties, you're able to create connection with others through mutual understanding, which leads to powerful relationships. Now, I'm personally a big fan of showing over telling. And so rather than tell you about the power of the subtlety, I'm going to show you by turning to ancient Greece for a timeless lesson and a cautionary tale. It's the 5th century BC, and Sparta sees their rival Athens as a plucky underdog. Now, Sparta was the dominant power at this time, and if you see an underdog coming to usurp you, coming to take what is yours, then unfortunately, you're probably going to want to do something about it. And at the end of the day, the Greeks were only human, just like you and I, and these rival powers clashed. And this divide ended up as a tragedy because this clash created a dangerous story that is still being used in life and business today. And that story is us versus them. If you're not with us, then you're against us. This was the first time that a global scale superpower faced a real rival in human history. And this rivalry turned into a nuclear grade fallout where Athens and Sparta ravaged each other with years of war. Now, why does this ancient story matter? Because while Athens and Sparta might have been fighting over 2,000 years ago, the psychology is the same. If you today are wrapped up in beating a rival, your identity is wrapped up in them as well. I remember when I was a child, I can't have been more than 10 years old, I had a silly rivalry with someone at school, and I genuinely remember us going to war one break time on who had a better imagination. Who had a better imagination? Well, first of all, not only does that not matter, but the bigger problem is that my identity is now wrapped up in having a bigger imagination than this kid. It's not wrapped up as it should be in my own unique advantages. And there's no way that you can figure out what those advantages are if you're consumed by being better than somebody else. 
To see this principle playing out today, let's turn to the modern equivalent of Athens and Sparta, because make no mistake, wars are fought every single day, but we've just swapped the battlefield for the boardroom. And the tech titans of today give us a good insight into how these rivalries play out. In 2011, Samsung mocks Apple fans in an advert queuing overnight for iPhones. In 2017, Samsung attacks the iPhone's small storage, saying that it's not waterproof and lacking a stylus. And by the way, we all know how the stylus argument panned out. And then in 2018, in a Samsung advert, again, a goofy Apple Store clerk tries to explain why the iPhone lacks all these critical features that the Galaxy S9 has. This slew of iPhone mocking adverts, make no mistake, this is war, but this is Samsung getting wrapped up in the identity of Apple. They've already lost with this initiative. The truth is that Apple is no better here. Apple has released dozens of I'm a Mac versus I'm a PC adverts. They shame an awkward Microsoft computer standing next to the slick and simple person representing the Mac. Now, I'm not saying that this doesn't necessarily work. Apple is the most valuable company in the world, of course. But if you look at their advertising today, there's none of this shaming. They focus on what's great about their products, about the iPads, the Macs, the AirPods, the watches that they are selling. They focus on creating a story around them. And the lesson for us and the lesson for you listening today is that consumers don't buy your product or service because it's better than your competitor, although that's what your ego might want to think. They buy it because it delivers a unique value to them. I use a Mac because it's just the best computer experience, the best personal computer experience I've ever had, better than any window. I don't buy it because it's better than a Windows computer. And so as a business leader, embracing your uniqueness is a competitive advantage, much in the same way that consumers are looking for a unique value when they work with you, or employees are going to look for something unique about your company should they choose to work with you. Same for investors trying to invest in you. Knowing this unique advantage is a competitive edge. And so let's turn again to ancient Greece, because just as Greece was a cautionary tale, it's also a brilliant mental model for embracing your uniqueness. From philosophy to mathematics, science to sports, ancient Greece's fingerprints are all over the modern world. Let me give you just three examples quickly. The pinnacle of human sporting achievement is held every four years, nearly 2,800 years after the original in Olympia. The Greek soldier Pheidippides was immortalized after running 26.2 miles to share the Athenian victory at the Battle of Marathon. And an attic, the house's highest room, comes from the Latin atticus, which means relating to Athens or Attica. So having the best seat in the house literally means being Athenian. Just like great companies today, ancient cultural achievements are powered by singularly brilliant leaders. And we remember ancient Greece because the minds that powered them were truly unique. Pythagoras shared the idea of the Earth revolving around the Sun nearly 2,000 years before Galileo proved it. Homer wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey, two of the greatest epic poetic stories 
ever told. And Aristotle developed a comprehensive system of philosophy that is still taught around the world. I just finished reading Atlas Shrugged and the three-part narrative. All three parts are named as a testament to Aristotle. And given that book was written over 2,000 years after Aristotle's initial philosophy, it goes to show that this is a society that sticks. Now, why does this matter? Because the ancient thinkers of Greece were not trying to copy their rivals. They were too busy applying themselves to what mattered to them. And I think we would do well today to learn from their example. And as a leader, remember to focus on embracing your unique advantages, both as a leader, if you're the founder of the business, why you uniquely started the business, but also the unique edges that your business has in your business model, your products and services, and your team composition, and not focusing on what will help you outwit a competitor, which is ultimately a short-term game, and you're always going to be outdone over the long term by businesses that aren't competing with you, but that compete against themselves. The truth is, it's never too late to find this mutual understanding that comes when you embrace your uniqueness. So don't take that uniqueness for granted. Spend some time understanding what makes you unique, because this ultimately will allow you to build stronger connection. This is at the root of empathetic connection, messages that connect with people's heads and hearts. And so ask yourself, what is different about you from other people? Keep probing and asking until you have that answer that helps you understand yourself better. And if you're a business leader, remember that empathetic communication starts by identifying the subtleties in your story. And there's no better way to do that than getting clear on the unique advantages you offer as a leader and as a business. And if you heed the lessons of ancient Greece, you might be remembered for generations to come too. Hey, it's Ben here. Just before you head off, one quick thing. We love connecting with our listeners. And if you've learned something today, we'd love to hear what you took away by writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings make a big difference in helping Subject Matters message grow. And we're curious to know what you took away from today's episode, as that will help us create even more useful content for you in the future. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Subject Matter. 